Located just north of downtown Milwaukee, Grafton, Wisconsin is the heart of it all. Bustling festivals, family events, and live entertainment are what we're known for. Business or pleasure, Grafton has it all. With a thriving economy and a warm community, we're the perfect place to get away. You don't want to miss this. Welcome to Getaway to Grafton. Welcome to Getaway to Grafton. I'm Megan Shelwatt, Special Events and Tourism Promotion Director for the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of sitting down with my Ozaki County Tours friends and hearing with all of you about places to stay and play throughout Ozaki County. Head north or join us any time of year for festivals, delicious food, unforgettable wineries and breweries, and activities for all ages. Let's get started. I'd like to take a moment to welcome to the show our Ozaki County Tourism Council panel, our 2019 board president, Tina Schwantas, and board directors, Elizabeth Albers, Margie Tompter, and Pam King. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hi. Thank, thank you. you, Megan. Really nice, nice to, to be here. here. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited to dive into Ozaki County tourism and and learn with all of our listeners why you want to come to Ozaki County. So let's get started. So let's talk a little bit about the history of Ozaki County tourism and the Tourism Council. So Tina, I figured you'd be the best person to ask in regards to this question. So tell us a little bit about the history behind the Ozaki County Tourism Council. Sure, Megan. The Ozaki Tourism Council was formed in 1995. At that time, many of the cities in Ozaki County were already doing their own tourism initiatives, but they decided to come together. And so a representative from each of the cities in the county did a joint project, which was a countywide fun map. Okay. And after they collaborated together, they realized how efficient it was to market the county as a whole. And they decided to continue doing this. So they formulated a mission and bylaws, and a council has been meeting ever since. Wonderful. So touching on the map, I'm sort of curious, what is on the map? What, what areas in Ozaki County were brought together to make this council? I haven't been able to view the map personally, but I, I do know that most likely it was Belgium, Sockville, Grafton, Cedarburg, and Mequon, and chime in if... Port Washington, Port Washington, Washington and Fredonia. Yep, yep. Oh, Port Washington and Fredonia. Yes. Excellent. There are other cities and towns in our county, but those were sort of the main areas that were somewhat incorporated and had the wherewithal to sort of be able to come together and, and actually have actual representation, either by municipal servants or chambers of commerce or business people that were just interested in being a part of an initiative to improve our county and tourism. Excellent. And I think that's important to note that at that time, tourism was becoming a key industry for the county. Sure. And they found that this revenue was helping all of the businesses and the county itself through the sales tax that it was generating. So it was definitely an important Sure. Absolutely. And I think we can all attest being on the council. We are seeing those results. They're really making an impact and, and bringing a lot of additional tourism to Ozaki County. So that's wonderful. Yeah, I love that all the communities can work together. What Cedarburg doesn't necessarily have, maybe we can send them to Grafton. We can send them to Port Washington to be right on the lake. It's just so much easier when we can all work together to get tourists here because that's our goal. So so I would say, ladies, that there is rich history in Ozaki County. So tell us about some of the things that you find interesting and that you would want to share with our listeners that they'd want to know about. I do think it's important to note that we are the smallest county in the state. And so as Elizabeth mentioned, um, it's very key that we work together because each of us as a, as a community 
has something to offer. But when you look at getting away for a weekend, a day, more than a day or a weekend, really the whole whole county has to be involved in that for people, for tourists to really see value in, in the visit. Sure. So yet being the smallest county doesn't mean that we don't have a lot of great things to offer. So that's really a great testament to the fact that we're a great mix of recreation, entertainment, food, shopping, museums. There's some great history in our county that people aren't aware of that is astonishing when you think about the impacts it has on our state, on our region, on our country, actually. And really, we are in the heart of the state, especially on in southeastern Wisconsin and on the eastern part of the state. So we're really in the middle of the I-43 corridor when you're traveling through our state of Wisconsin. So it's a great place to stop in between if you're heading north and also in between if you're going south. I would throw in the fact, too, that even though we may be the smallest county, we are one of the richest counties in environmental resources. And again, we have to work together because those resources don't know where the the different uh, town lines are. Sure. So you think about it. We've got the Lake Michigan coast on our left side, which is spectacular. We've got these wonderful clay bluffs that you don't have all the way around the lake. It's very unique to Ozaki County. You know, not exactly our west border, but kind of the west border is the Milwaukee River. So we really have like two coasts. Sure. Which is pretty Mm. spectacular. And in Ozaki, we have lots and lots of environmental groups, organizations, um, you know, from the municipal level to a lot of nonprofits. And the cool thing is they all work together. They actually have a conference that they do together. And there's close to 200 members in this just in little old Ozaki, which is pretty spectacular. So there's a lot of You know, nature preserves and just wonderful parks and and other places to go and a lot of outdoor activities to do because of that. I also think people are thrilled and and astonished to see that we are a full service county. So we are very urban and rural. and, And the fact that you can visit a farm and then go to big box stores within five minutes of each other is unique, I think, and something that people are pleasantly surprised about when they when they come to our area. Yeah. And speaking of the rich history, being from Cedarburg and being the tourism coordinator there, I know that's one of the big draws of tourists to our community is that you can go and have lunch in a building that's been around for 150 years Mm -hmm. and um, you can go shopping in the old mills. And I think that we're just so lucky to have throughout the county that history preserved. We had some really, really intelligent people come before us and decide that, that that history is worth having around and is worth keeping around. And I think that that's another thing that makes our community and our county as a whole really special. Absolutely. And when you look at history, we've got all these shipwrecks, too, off our coast. Mm-hmm. And we've been kind of on the edge of being designated a national marine sanctuary because of our historic shipwrecks. That's kind of in process right now. We're not really sure where it's going to go. But the fact is the shipwrecks are there. <laughs> and if you're out on the water... In some places, you can look down and see them. Absolutely. So there's a huge, rich history around that. We have a little place called the Port Explorium where you can actually learn a lot about the lake. You can look at interactive toys and play with how the lake actually works. How high are the waves over here today? What boat is that that's sailing across? Just fantastic. And also tons and tons on the history. So much shipping that had gone on in Ozaki. One of the things that we, we didn't touch on yet, which is probably the greatest asset or one of the greatest assets for our county is the interurban trail. Yes. So we have a bike trail that can be used for biking, hiking, cross-country skiing, but it traverses the entire county. So And it connects with trails in Milwaukee County and Sheboygan County. So the fact that you can take an hour trip, a five-hour trip, 
a day trip. You can go up and down the state, literally, on a bike or other ways of transportation is a great thing about our county. We have water trails, too. We've Mm -hmm. got um, lots and lots of water trails on the Milwaukee River that connect up to Milwaukee and some really good interactive maps so you know just where you're going. And on the other side, we have the Lake Michigan Water Trail, which is a multi-state project that's in process right now so people can actually kayak or canoe around the outside of Lake Michigan and know where they can stop. And there's quite a few good stops in Ozaki County. So you can see we needed a council to tie in <laughs> and get all of these people who kind of are experts in their own areas to come together so that we knew what we were promoting. I know what's in my community. I know what Grafton has to offer. And through Ozaki County Tourism Council, I've learned so much more about all of the resources that are available in our county. And without the expertise of the people who actually do those jobs every day, we would be lost. So we have people from the museums. We have people from our retail. We have people from our hotels. We have all of those people that we're trying to bring together so that we can all speak the same speak and talk about our county from the same place. Absolutely. So before we cut to a commercial break, I wanted to bring up something that I found that was interesting and thought that maybe we could tie into the whole tourism piece because these trends change. So I'm wondering about your viewpoint from our local communities on tourism trends and what you've been seeing over the years, what you've been finding is historical and what you find is important. Well, I think the idea of staycation, people to to get somewhere, they there's great things to see in their own backyard. So I think that's one thing that's sort of changed in my tenure here. Also, the idea of pet-friendly travel is a, a crazy phenomenon that I personally am shocked to see how important <laughs> that is to people, but it's great. And then being more adaptable, working with travel for people with disabilities, that seems to be a trend that, that is really coming to the forefront at this point in time. And we've been you know, trying to be more aware of that, even with our tourism guide and making sure that we're able to show people where are handicap accessible, where is pet-friendly, those kinds of things. So we're trying as a group to say what are the trends and then how can we kind of not create new things, but show people that we're already on top of that and we're dealing with those things. We're seeing more ecotourism too, um, nationwide, actually worldwide than we've ever done before. So it's good that we're sort of positioned well for that in Ozaki. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, being able to have an experience when you're traveling. If you go to a museum, being able to interact, if you go on a tour of some kind, I know um, Cedarburg has the Gothic History Tour that happens in the fall around Halloween time every year. And that's a great experience. You're not going around and just reading about the happenings that happen in the Halloween time, but you actually get to see the ghosts and they interact with you and they talk with you. And that's a really exciting thing that's happening in tourism. People want things that are hands-on. Yes. They want to go to Wine and Harvest Festival and stomp grapes themselves. Instead of just watching somebody do it, people want to be hands-on and have those activities to do themselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What about from Mequon, Tina? What are you viewing in regards to trends in tourism? I would say that just about everything that we've mentioned here is, is typical in our area as well. I can definitely see in Mequon, you guys are building rapidly, and it, it really looks like the trend for you guys is in regards to the foodie industry, so a lot of restaurants. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We are experiencing a big uh, economic boom in Mequon, and so one of the things that we're very excited for that will be opening this spring is our Mequon Public Market, and at, you're talking about being a foodie. That is going to attract all kinds of great restaurants Many that are already established and are proven to be very popular. Sure. I know I'm really excited yeah. about it. So. <laughs> so if you don't mind, I can share that Public Market will be bringing in St. Paul Fish Company, 
beans and barley, bowls, Cafe Corazon, Anodyne Coffee, Purple Door Ice Cream, Happy Go Lucky Donuts, Screaming Tuna, and then Bavette La Boucherie, which oh, is a butcher wonderful. and cafe um, oh, combined. Yeah, right. So it's around lunchtime. <laughs> that sounds all really, right. really good. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, wonderful, ladies. Thank you so much for sharing your viewpoint in regards to the history of the Ozaki County Tourism Council and the trends that you're seeing. When we come back, we'll hear more about the reasons to stay and play in Ozaki County throughout the year. Don't go away. Completed in 2002, the Ozaki Interurban Trail is a 30-mile paved multi-use trail that spans the entire length of Ozaki County. Take a ride on southeastern Wisconsin's premier trail through friendly communities offering activities that will please your entire group. Enjoy touring Ozaki County while biking, cross-country skiing, wildlife viewing, inline skating, walking, and running in an off-road environment which is safe for the entire family. For more information, visit innerurbantrail.us. Welcome back, Getawayans. It's time for my favorite part of the show, talking about reasons to stay and play within Ozaki County. Let's get started. So, Elizabeth, you represent the Cedarburg area, which I am a resident of, so I don't have as much knowledge as you do when it comes to the events that happen, things to stay in play, just my version of it. So, <laughs> sure. I would love to hear from you in regards to festivals, events, things that we think our listeners would love to hear about and reasons why they want to come up to Cedarburg. Yeah, absolutely. As the tourism coordinator, one of my jobs is I get to work downstairs in our visitor center history museum. And that is such a big joy because I get to see our visitors firsthand and I get to talk to them about what made them come to Cedarburg, what made them choose Ozaki County. And I have a lot of pride in that. I also work with the festivals um, in that organization as well. And that is a big draw for Cedarburg. We have Strawberry Festival, Wine and Harvest Fest, Oktoberfest, and Winter Festival, which we actually just wrapped up yesterday. Yes. I'm fresh off of that event. And that draws a lot of people to our community. And what I always suggest is if you see Cedarburg at a festival weekend, there are hundreds of thousands of people out and about. There are tents and all of the vendors lining Washington Avenue. And I always suggest if you see it at that capacity, you want to come back. You want to come back to see what it's like on any other weekend or during the week. You can stay at one of our local inns that are right on Washington Avenue. We're really lucky to have three local inns that people can stay in. And what I love about that is it is right on Washington Avenue. You can park your car for the weekend and you can stay in an inn and go out to dinner and you can go to one of the events. We're really lucky that we have something going on. Seems like practically every night between First Fridays at the Cedarburg Cultural Center and Summer Sounds, which is one of my absolute favorite events, which happens on Fridays right in Cedar Creek Park. So the walkability is absolutely amazing. And you want to be able to stay in an inn and explore our awesome community. Absolutely. So I represent Grafton, as you guys know from listening to me on episode one through 10. <laughs> um, but from being a Cedarburg resident, when I tell people about Cedarburg, and I'm trying to get them to come to Cedarburg, I like to compare it to Gilmore Girls and, and looking at what it's like on that show. It's very cute, picturesque, a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars. So, yeah, it's definitely the B&B romantic place. Absolutely. And what I think that Cedarburg has done in the last number of years is that now we have a little bit of something for everybody. We used to have a lot of antique shops, which people do love, and we still do have antique shops in Cedarburg that you have to check out while you're here. But we also have a new distillery in town. We have amazing new restaurants. Brandy Wine is brand new and it's really delicious, has great pasta. Yes, it is. So there's something <laughs> for everybody. We have uh, two different breweries in town. So you can shop. You can have a romantic getaway. You can have a girls weekend. You can have a guys weekend. Ride your Harleys up from Milwaukee. 
there's lots of different options for everybody in Cedarburg. Excellent. Well, thanks for sharing, Elizabeth. So we'll move on to my friend Pam, and Pam is going to help from her viewpoint, so I'll be quiet on this one, with talking about Grafton and why Grafton really is as well an ultimate stay-and-play location within Ozaki County. So Pam, take it away. Well, I think we're very fortunate because in Grafton, a lot of people don't know it, but Grafton is the home of Paramount Blues Recording that happened in the early 1920s, along with Port Washington. So we have a marker that indicates that we are part of the Mississippi Blues Trail, which is kind of fun to look Mm -hmm. at that map and see that all of the other marker points are in the southern part of the United States. And then there's two others that are on the map. One is Grafton and one is Port Washington. So we do have a rich Paramount Blues recording history. A lot of our downtown reflects that in the architecture and the artwork. If you were to come to our Paramount Plaza, you would see that if you were up in the sky, it's shaped like a grand piano. And the keys represent a walk of fame for recording artists and important people that were a part of the history of the blues in our country. So that's a really key part of what happens in Grafton. In addition, as I said, the county is in the heart of it all, but Grafton is actually in the heart of the county. So if you're going to be visiting anywhere in Ozaki County or southeastern Wisconsin, remember that we're just minutes away from every place. And we have three hotels. So not to say that the bed and breakfast in Cedarburg aren't great. They are. But if you're looking for kind of traditional more hotels, we have three of them right at the I-43 corridor. So that's really a, a great opportunity to sort of stay in play or stay in work. Uh, we're minutes from Milwaukee. We're an hour and a half from Green Bay. We're an hour from almost anywhere you want to get to in the state of Wisconsin. So we're really uh, perfectly positioned, as my friend Kit Sorensen would say. We have some great things coming up. Uh, I did mention before we're part of the Interurban Trail. The exciting thing for me about Grafton is that we're very urban and rural in our trail. So you can be on the city streets and you can be traveling up and down Wisconsin Avenue for restaurants, coffee shops, chocolate company, a slow pokes, which is a Whole Foods kind of concept, bars, restaurants, wine bar. So it's kind of neat that the Interurban Trail just kind of traverses right through our downtown. But additionally, it goes into much more rural parts of the community. And you can travel and see farms and cows and deer and uh, all kinds of wildlife (laughs) and even ride over the I-43 highway as you head from Grafton into Sockville. So the Interurban Trail, in my mind, is really something to see and be a part of in our community. We also try to, you know, take advantage of, of the warm weather when it comes. We are recording on one of those cold, wintry polar vortex kind of times, but <laughs> yes. there is spring and summer coming. We know it. And in Grafton, we like to celebrate all that's great about summer in Wisconsin, starting off with the Giro de Grafton, which is part of the Tour of America's Dairyland bike race. That happens on June 22nd. That's a day filled of fun and excitement, followed by our Independence Day celebration on June 29th. Uh, We have the largest fireworks we know north of Milwaukee, and uh, we have some fun and exciting new things that I think some of our future podcasts will highlight about what our new festival will look like on June 29th. Absolutely. So keep, keep tuned into that. We also host a Ladies' Night Out event in August. We have about 500 women. We have 75 businesses come and enjoy a really fun evening on August 6th to uh, just have a great time and, and learn about Grafton as a community, a place to shop and, and have fun. We will also be hosting, for the first time, a food truck tour, which actually Thienesville does as well in the summer. We will be hosting our events on the last Tuesday of each month, beginning June and running through September. 
and it's a new event for us, and it will be held in Veterans Park. So we're excited about that. Last but not least, probably one of the the things that is the feather in our cap, I believe, as a community is that Grafton will be celebrating their 40th annual Christmas parade. Again, one of those things that's a gem and a jewel for our community and our county. We host 125 units. About 15,000 people line the streets of our community on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, which will be November 30th. So we certainly would hope that you'd like to come and join us for our 40th annual Christmas in Oz parade. So much exciting things happening in Grafton. I, I literally am I'm in awe listening to Pam that I forgot I had to talk. So <laughs> just goes to show how much, you know, there's so much happening in Grafton. A lot going on. Just a couple things that I wanted to touch on from a special events and tourism promotion director viewpoint is our hotels. So Pam had mentioned our hotels here in Grafton, and we did feature two of our most popular and one new hotel during our hashtag stay and play moments series that's listed on our Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. And you can also refer back to those for easy access on our new website, which is grafton-wi.org. So what we did was a video feature, a live Facebook video of what it was like to stay at the new Town Place Suites by Marriott in Grafton and recently a video of the Hampton Inn and Suites. So it really gives you a behind the scenes look of what it's like to stay at both of these hotels. They're both very unique but different concepts. So really getting a feel for what your interest is if you're coming with a group, with your family, it's a ladies night out type of a thing. So really important. I highly recommend that you take a look at those. We also have some really great resources that are available to you as well on our new website, grafton-wi.org. So be sure to take a look at all the things that we have happening in regards to our Celebrate Grafton events, things happening in Grafton as well. We'd love to hear your suggestions. So moving on, I'm really excited to hear some additional details as well from our friend Tina about Mequon. So as we talked in our last segment about uh, Mequon, we were discussing some of the new fun and exciting things that are coming to Mequon, but I know that you really know more about Mequon than I do. So let's hear it. All right. Uh, Yes, we have um, very many reasons to visit Mequon. And when I talk about Mequon, I have to include Thienesville as well, because in essence, we are one community, at least in spirit. So Thienesville is a one square mile village right in the center of Mequon. And combined, we have all kinds of awesome restaurants and attractions and something for nature lovers and so forth. So starting with that, if you are a nature lover, for example, you can go to our Vermond Park, which is a county park. And there is a gorgeous view of Lake Michigan on the bluff there. And there's also many trails to enjoy. We also have Mequon Nature Preserve, which is over 400 acres. And that includes trails through forest and wetlands and restored prairies. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So the mission of the Nature Preserve is to get the area back to a pre-settlement condition, and they also educate. So there's an education center with emphasis on environmental conservation. There's also a bluff on the Concordia University campus that has a pathway to the lake. And in Thienesville, we have our Thienesville Village Park, which is just a beautiful setting situated right on the Milwaukee River. And it's host to many of our popular events, which you'll be hearing about soon. But I wanted to also mention if shopping and dining is your thing, again, I, we have all kinds of really wonderful restaurants. But one I want to highlight is, because it is unique, is an award-winning restaurant called The Chiel. And that is actually in Thienesville. And they serve authentic Nepalese 
and Himalayan food. One of the owners is from Nepal. And they also do really delicious craft cocktails. And it's situated in a historic Victorian building. But the indoor decor is... It's really got a unique feel. It's um, Art Deco. Is what yeah, I mean. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's art. When you walk in, it's got this beautiful bar that's directly in the center. They just did a fantastic renovation yeah, it's, uh, it's on the outside. Eclectic. It really mm-hmm. is And nice. delicious. And then we have the town center in Mequon, which has a Cafe Hollander and Collectivo, Get Happy Chocolatiers, and more. And we have uh, Fiddlehead's Coffee. We have three locations between Mequon and Thienesville. And one of them <laughs> wow. is actually the coffee roastery and the artisan bakery. So that's always delicious and a lot of fun to watch. And then in Mequon, for the shoppers and diners, we have the Port Washington Road Corridor, and that's always bustling and has multiple shopping plazas with um, unique boutique and upscale shops. So it's it's very fun. As far as events that we have going on through the year, uh, one of our popular events is an outdoor two-day concert called Gathering on the Green. Okay. And this year, they're celebrating their 25th year, so that's very exciting. Oh, wow. And it'll be on July 12th and 13th. And on that Saturday evening, they're featuring uh, Pat Benatar. So we're all real enthused about that. And then we have our Thienesville Business Association hosts a popular farmer's market from June through October. And that's held at Thienesville Village Park, which I mentioned earlier. One of my favorite farmer's markets. Very unique. Very nice. And we're also having a food truck tour in that park in the evenings as well. And that will happen on one Thursday evening a month. So Excellent. Uh, one thing about Thienesville Village Park that I neglected to mention before when I was talking about nature lovers is that they do have a fish ladder there, which is very popular. And Ozaki County actually has a camera installed there so that you can view the fish online. So it oh, is a popular, wow. That's getting awesome. back to nature, it's a little <laughs> out of order, but getting back to nature, it's a place for great fishing and again, kayaking and canoeing. But that's things that we have going on already. As I mentioned before, we're very excited about the opening of the Mequon Public Market. That'll bring in some very exciting vendors. And then the other thing that's going on right now across the street from where that market will be, which is on Mequon Road, is a building that was built as a brewery in the mid-1800s. It's being renovated and will reopen as a brew pub. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And the very cool thing about that is that it's one of the few and oldest breweries in southeastern Wisconsin that's still surviving. And when you go in, it still has the caves below the, to store the beer. So oh, we'll wow. be able to see oh tours of that, gosh. and they're actually going to use I'm that. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the the very neat things about our county. There are a lot of things that tie us together. I was doing some research and found that there were 15 breweries in Ozaki County in the 1800s, and that's kind of coming back. It is. So there's one in Mequon. There's one in Cedarburg that was an old building that's being restored. The re- Yeah, Rebellion Brewing. Rebellion Brewery. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fermentorium is a new brewery. Uh, Inventors Brew Pub was a brewery before and is now coming back to yeah. one. Very exciting. Our new Very 1505 fun. area is going to have a brewery. So we have a lot of commonality that ties us together. We also all have farmers markets in our communities, different days, different times of the of the year. Port Washington also has a winter farmers market. All of those things really tie our county together. And more details about all those things, concert, farmers markets, all of that can be found in our Ozaki County Tourism Guide or at our website, ozakitourism.com. Wonderful. No, really, especially for those that are looking for more detailed information. Our tourism guide is full of everything you need. All of the events that are happening in Ozaki County. If you're just looking for a specific genre of a restaurant or a bar or a place to stay, 
there really is a little bit of everything. So not only is it great for people that are looking to tour and do additional uh, stay and play activities here in Ozaki County, but it's also a great way to promote your business. Wink, wink, members. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So last but not least, Margie, I know that you have a lot of really cool things to share with us when it comes to things to do in Ozaki County. So I'd love to hear from you and your viewpoint. Yeah, I could go on for a really long time because I get to cover the whole county. (laughs) Um, I'm actually with the Ozaki um, Washington Land Trust, and we actually protect over 7,000 acres between Ozaki and Washington County. This is land that will, will never be developed. So we're trying very hard to keep things as healthy and, and vibrant as possible. And within that huge acreage, we've created 15 preserves in Ozaki County alone. Wow. So these are places that have outstanding trails. They have, There's fishing, perfect places to hike, great places to meditate. And a couple of them have actually state natural areas, which is an area that's been designated by the state, saying that the way it looks now is probably how it looked in pre-settlement times. Oh so my you goodness. really get a chance to delve back into the way things were and, and just veg out. And the, the nice part <laughs> about preserves different than parks is they're not as active. They're quiet. They're really good places to go bird watching sure. and to go um, just go meditate, do your yoga in the grass. I wouldn't want to not mention that we do have beautiful county parks as well. And there's one that is outstanding. It's been listed as one of the top places to go in the state, which is Lion's Den Gorge. It happens to be in the town of Grafton. (laughs) Yay, Grafton. It it is definitely worth a trip just to walk walk down through the gorge and get down on the beach. So that's fabulous. We have the Cedarburg Bog State Natural Area, which is one of the, I think it was the second state natural area in the state of Wisconsin, which is a huge, huge piece of land that is just amazing for anybody. They have owl hikes. They have hikes through the bog in the middle of winter when it's frozen. Just a lot of interesting natural things that happen like that. We've got two places for mountain biking. One is in Port Washington along the lakeshore and the Upper Lake Park, and then there's one in Cedarburg at Pleasant Valley Nature Park. So you can do mountain biking. So there's very few things you can't do. There's two things that might help people pull it together. One is every year, the Saturday before Father's Day, we do an event which we call Treasures of Oz. And we highlight Oh, anywhere from five to eight of our parks and preserves that people can go to. You get a passport that you download. You get stamps when you get there. But the best part is when you get there, we have some of the best science people ever that are docents. And they're going to open up your eyes to something that you have not seen before in that park. You know, we've done everything from these amazing anthills to the state natural areas. We've done forest meditation, which is called Shinrin-yoku, which is a new and upcoming medical thing to really help people um, get healthy. A lot of water monitoring, just exciting things. So that's, this year is the 15th of June, but always the Saturday before Father's Day. And the various organizations um, get together to put this on. So this is really a big event between Ozaki County Planning and Parks, Ozaki Washington Land Trust, U.S. Fish and Wildlife, Bureau of Land Management, just a whole lot of organizations come together to do this. And then a real benefit, I think, before you come to Ozaki, we have a website, and it's called treasuresofoz.org. And if you go on there, there's everything you could possibly do environmentally. It's got all the parks, all the preserves. It's got the water trails. You can find out how deep the water is at a given point, how fast the water's running. If you're into hiking, you can look it up through the recreation page and see all the places that are good for hiking. Or you can look at the map and go to different areas. Sure. So that's something I would really recommend. It's treasuresofoz.org, and it's got just more information. You can be there for hours just finding new things to do. So that you can go to a different park every week 
and you'll never get done. <laughs> but just keep going. So in winter, we have a lot of cross-country skiing. Um, there's kayaking. There's canoeing. Birding. It's a big birding hotspot because we're on the migratory flyway. Sure. We have one preserve that is dedicated specifically to migratory birds, Forest Beach Migratory Preserve that's north of Port Washington. Oh, wow. And they have activities throughout the year also that are all bird-centered. They also have activities that are centered on monarch butterflies, and they've got people in the county raising monarchs and releasing monarchs. They have monarch birthday parties. There's <laughs> birthday cake. parties? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of things. Um, we have to remember to mention that we have Harrington Beach State Park, which yes. is a beautiful state park. Yes, it is. Right north of Port Washington, um, just actually west of Belgium. Don't want to forget that Belgium has got the Luxembourg Heritage Site, and that not only draws a lot of tourists every year, it draws the Grand Duke of Luxembourg every year or two who also comes for festivities. So that's kind of a big deal in the northern part. Um, Port Washington, there are fishing charters. It's well known for that. They also have great hotels and uh, some bed and breakfast. And they're also developing quite the foodie route in yes, Port as well. Yes, very much so. So there, there's just so much to do. Um, I have several nature preserves, bike trails. Just you know, I could go on about each one, but <laughs> I would say go to the website because it's that way. It's visual, a lot of photos, a lot of maps. Absolutely, absolutely. Another thing that we we didn't talk about at all was the idea that, especially because it's winter, we should be thinking about this. We have amazing snowmobile trails throughout our county. Yes, uh, very strong and very active snowmobile clubs that do a great job of uh, manicuring the trails and keeping them safe and really great ways to go east, west, north, and south in our county. So uh, if you're looking for a great winter getaway for snowmobiling, Ozaki County is definitely a place to come to. Absolutely. I mean, I'll be driving on my way to work, and I originally grew up on the south side in Oak Creek, and the first couple years I was living up here, I thought, huh, there's this dude, and he's like riding his snowmobile down Highway 60 next to traffic going 50 miles an hour. What is going on here? And then I realized... That's literally their trail. They go down Highway 60. They come in behind Galeotos. I mean, it's you wouldn't even realize trails are right there, people. I mean, there's so much you can do here. It's great. Well, wonderful, ladies. Well, thank you so much for sharing your viewpoints on reasons to stay and play here in Ozaki County. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we've got more to share with all of you that you won't want to miss. Stick around. In lieu of the change tax laws, consider planning ahead and making a tax preparation appointment with Donahue & Associates. Visit us online at donahuecpa.biz. Welcome back, getaway-ins. Besides reasons to stay and play in Ozaki County, there are many reasons to become a member of the Ozaki County Tourism Council that we want to share with you. Believe us when we say there's so many wonderful benefits that you're missing out on. So, Tina, give us some examples of tools and and ways to help promote tourism and events happening in our county that a partner would want to take advantage of? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, well, first off, I know that we had mentioned already that we publish a beautiful tourism guide each year that's widely distributed. And while that's a wonderful tool for the visitors, it is a great way for our partners to be promoted as well. So in that guide, we do have them listed um, by category. And then that publication is also on our website, our tourism website. So it's like a double exposure for them. In addition, they do get listed on our tourism website and by categories. So that, you know, those two things are alone are very substantial. Absolutely. But there's more. <laughs> 
Oh, well, we, we have great opportunities for our partners in relationship to cooperative advertising. So the Ozaki County Tourism Council spends the majority of its budget on advertising and gets exposure for our organization and our partners through several different kinds of media. So we do print advertising, we buy ads on social media, we have a great representation on social media. So especially Facebook, I think we're working towards a little bit more on Instagram and perhaps Twitter and Pinterest, but Facebook certainly is, has some great opportunities for us as partners. And also just the idea of, of interacting with one another is very helpful for all of us. We do print 35,000 of those guides, so they go all over the state of Wisconsin. They are mailed out to people who request them, but they're also in visitor centers throughout the state, so you certainly have a great exposure there. Uh, And as Tina said, our website really is all-inclusive and gives us great exposure as a partner. And truly, you can't purchase any better advertising on your own than you can by being a, a partner with Ozaki County Tourism. So for $100 or $125, if you're not a chamber member in our county, you can't do what we do for you on your own. Absolutely. Another thing we do, we have the pleasure of publishing an article each month that's featured in our local news graphic newspaper. Yes. And we'll have different topics that we, you know, such as um, maybe outdoor trails or winter activities. And many of our partners are featured or mentioned in those uh, articles. So that's uh, another great opportunity for them. Yeah, no, that's that's what I was going to say as well. And also on our website, as you guys have mentioned before, we also have our events listed. So those people, whether they're from outside the county or inside the county, when they're wondering, hey, what's going on this weekend? What can I do with my family? My boyfriend and I want to have a nice night out. What can I do? They're going to go to the our website Ozaki County Tourism website to see what's going on on the weekend. And that's ozakitourism.com. So they're going to go to see what's happening in our county. And while they're there, they're going to see our members listed. And if you're a partner and you have uh, your listing right on the website, they're going to see that listed there. And you can even have your own events. If you're a partner, you can contact one of us and we can get your event listed right on the website. That's a good point about highlighting events of our partners. One other thing that we have is a beautiful newsletter that goes out to our partners. And in that, they have the opportunity to mention their upcoming events. So again, it's extra promotion. Absolutely. And we try to offer within that quarterly e-newsletter just different examples as well to help broaden your horizons of things to do in Ozaki County. So in our latest feature that will actually be coming out in April, we're giving examples of things to do for a ladies weekend, different wineries to go to now that spring is coming and we want to have some fruity beverages. Mm -hmm. So, you know, helping to promote our community, helping to promote those partners and just helping to bring new ideas to the table of things that you can do in your own backyard in Ozaki County. And to circle it back around to what we started talking about at the top of the show, just how we can all work together so that you're not just promoting your own area and your own business, but that we catch all. We get the people wanting to come visit all of Ozaki County. So if you're a partner, that's a great benefit that we all do work together on the council to make sure that your business is being promoted countywide. So Margie, what do you enjoy most about being on the Tourism Council and what are some additional benefits that you feel our council offers our partners? I think maybe one of the best things is that, at least from my perspective, it makes you aware of what's going on everywhere else in the county. 
And you recognize that if we get more tourists get excited about Ozaki as well, they will once they've been here, that once they're here, then they start browsing around, they start looking around. So you're going to get a chance to have people coming and shopping and dining or even noticing, you know, your repair shop, whatever it is, just by being here. And then the photos that go out, and I know when some of our tourism people go to various conferences, they're taking all this material with them and sharing it around the state. And I think that's a really big deal. Absolutely. I think we're very lucky also that we are, in my opinion, the direct connection to the state of Wisconsin Department of Tourism. And so we're really, we recently had an opportunity to meet with David Spiegelberg, who's our regional rep, and we get to hear what's going on in the state related to tourism, but we also get to share our message across the tourism industry. So I think that's a great reason to be a part of this organization. I think what's also important, too, is that we bring new ideas to the table for our partners through other educational pieces that we are a part of. So for us, we know that the Wisconsin Governor's Tourism Conference is coming up in March. But for those that don't know that, this is our time to really dig deep. It's like a New Year's resolution for us. We learn about new things that are happening throughout our state, throughout tourism, and ways that we can help enhance our community and help advance different ways that we can promote you as a partner. And watch for us at State Fair, because we will be represented there as Ozaki County Tourism Council. Yes, very exciting. Get your cream puff and stop by and see us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elizabeth, tell us why you feel from a younger demographic that the Ozaki County Tourism Council, its social media platforms, the tools that we offer our partners are relatable, they're, they're relative, like that sort of a thing. Yeah, Absolutely. A lot of people in my generation, but also people outside of my generation, older people now, we do have our guides and we are so lucky to be able to feature our partners there. And another place that they're going to look when people want to come to Ozaki County, when they want to see what's going on, they go to social media. They go to social media first to, so that they can see firsthand what's going on. It's all so in real time. Winter Festival was last weekend and we were posting photos in real time of the activities that were going to happen, that were about to happen. So if you want to be able to catch all of those visitors, including a younger demographic, it is great that Ozaki County is really promoting the whole county on social media because that's where people are going to look. I know that for myself, I often go to Pinterest to see what's happening. So I'm excited that we're going to start doing that as well as Instagram and our Facebook page. Well, ladies, I'd really like to thank you for taking the time out of your schedules to come and sit with me, have a wonderful chat about Ozaki County, the Tourism Council, and all the wonderful reasons that we all feel that people should be taking advantage of our county. So thank you so much. It was a pleasure, Megan. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks. Thank you. It was, fun. It was wonderful. Thank you. When we come back, you'll get a chance to hear a sneak preview about our episode in March. Don't go away. You won't want to miss this. The crisp, cold air of Ozaki County isn't something to be afraid of. It's something to relish. Whether it's enjoying the still-frozen lake off Harrington Beach or braving the elements to indulge in a Friday fish fry, Ozaki County's picturesque winters are why we're here and why you should be here, too. So lace up your snow boots and the families, too. It's time to join us in Ozaki County. Learn more at ozakitourism.com. Before we listen to a sneak preview of the new episode coming up in March, we just want to give you guys a friendly reminder of ways that you can connect with us using social media platforms and going to the Ozaki County Tourism website. For more information about additional ways that you can stay and play here in Ozaki County, be sure to visit us at ozakitourism.com. 
We're also listed on Facebook and Instagram, so be sure to follow us on those accounts. Next time on Getaway to Grafton, we will be talking about bargain hunting and thrift shopping right here in your own backyard of Grafton, Wisconsin. We have a great lineup of thrift shopping businesses that will be joining us to talk about why Grafton and surrounding areas is where you want to be for your weekend or weekday bargain hunting. To all of our listeners, if you like what you've heard on today's episode, we'd love for you to share, review, and subscribe to Getaway to Grafton. Be sure to check out our latest episodes on our Facebook pages, Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce and Celebrate Grafton, or on our new website, grafton-wi.org. If there's anything you'd like to know about today's episode, we'll have the links and resources available to you in our show notes. On behalf of myself and the Grafton Area Chamber of Commerce, Tourism, and Promotion Development Committee, thank you so much for listening. See you next time.